At the beginning of this week, when we had the snow, I was ready to leave, leave town. <laughs> it was too early, too cold, too much. And today, it felt like kind of an early spring day, so I thought, oh, my mind's come back to, to, where, to where it is, <laughs> to where it needs to be. <laughs> so I'm glad we had this warm uh, snow today. I'm sure half, half of you feel the same way. <laughs> And I'm, uh, well, I won't even talk about that part. Okay, so <laughs> today I'm trying not to think, but I wanted to share uh, some things and have, and have uh, some of you share things that are happening with you. But uh, this is the Thanksgiving week is coming. And to me, Thanksgiving's always been my favorite holiday. I've always liked it. And I'm really lucky because uh, I still have, I have a family in the South, but I'm always up here on Thanksgiving. So I have uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my ex, actually my ex-in-laws, my, ex, my ex-family, but they're really my family up here. So, and uh, my, my brother-in-law, loves to cook. He's just like his mother was. He loves to cook, and he doesn't want anybody spoiling his menu by bringing other food. <laughs> so you don't, he doesn't want, uh, he, 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 you can only bring things like wine, and I don't drink, so I bring soda, but he, he doesn't want anything that's, that's going to be like a potluck. So uh, I consider myself really blessed that way. <laughs> Am I? It's really big. <laughs> it benches on each side, so we can cram people in. So that's uh, that's always an amazing gift to me because I I don't really I've done an, I've done enough cooking in my life. I figure I don't. <laughs> so that's uh, that's one thing that I'm always grateful for. And then my son is a is a chef, so if there's any holiday cooking at my house, it's it's Stephen cook, making cookies or uh, cooking if we want to do an extra meal on the weekend. So, you know, the blessings just keep rolling down for me. Um, and this year, I was lucky. In October, I went to visit my mom and my my niece and her two boys, and she lost her husband last last March, and her two little boys were coming, so we had planned it as a time to get together so I could see them and we could all see my mom. But it turned out that the whole family came together. So my other brother, her dad, came from Houston with his wife, and my nephews and nieces and my own kids came. So we had the whole family on that side there, and we did Thanksgiving again. That was our big... uh, we were there for about four days, but we planned Sunday to be an early Thanksgiving. Again, I didn't have to cook anything. <laughs> I have a couple of nieces who uh, took care of all the food. So we had uh, a, a, like a traditional Thanksgiving because there were baseball playoffs on TV and football, and uh, everybody could go outside and run around and play football too, so it was like, it hadn't. I hadn't had a Thanksgiving like that in a long time, so I've already had one. So I feel really 
like I've already had more abundance than it than should should happen to a person, but I'm having more. So what that reminds me of, though, is often how many people don't have any of that. Uh, they either they might have ex family, but they may not have good relationships with them. I'm really I'm really fortunate that way, uh, including with my ex husband, who's part you know part of that same group, and uh, to have my other family all together in one place is almost a miracle in itself. So there are so many people. Uh, I think when we can have those warm, wonderful moments in our life and we recognize it, that's, that's the ideal time for us to also recognize how many people don't have that. They've had it and lost it, or they've, they've never had it, or for some reason they may have, uh, you know, broken ties, or they may have their own problems that keep them from being able to be with their family or their loved ones. And uh, it's, it's whenever we have those moments of having so much for ourselves, I don't think we should feel guilty about that. I think we should cherish it and probably cook and contribute in ways that, that I don't have to do. But um, it's also a time for us just to be, to have our awareness be really focused on people and animals and creatures and spirits of of how many are not as lucky as we are, whether it's our good karma or whether it's just our luck of being in a being so far in a relatively safe country to live in and um, being able to have the connections that we have with with loved ones and and friends. Uh, whatever it is, there are so many people that for whatever reasons don't have it. And I think this is a wonderful time of year to, to focus our prayers and our meditation on those people. And uh, sometimes it's easy to forget about that, but I know a lot of you do a lot of things over the holidays. So I wanted to have... People share maybe things they're doing that other that could give other people ideas of things to do. Uh huh. Um, well, today marks seven years that I've been sober helping my colleagues. Congrat! Um, thank you for sharing that. I had PTSD, and um, my family, my extended family, and I are not very close. However, I did reach out to my grandmother and my aunt, and we are still. That's so wonderful. We're trying to mend our family after trauma. And be patient with it, right? Because, but it's but you're re, you're the one reaching out. That's so wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. That that's encouraging because because so many of us have those kind of reasons for being separated from our families, right? We, there's either prob- problems on either sides with addiction or mental health issues or PTSD. You know, these are things that people we all live with with someone in our family all the time. So thank you for reaching out to yours and for sharing. Uh-huh, Diane? I'm so glad you get along so well with your family. I always find interacting with, with people during...
difficult. There's a every different personalities, different goals, different, you know. So I always find the holidays um, is my chance to practice acceptance and letting go um, because it's, you know, letting go. Of, there's so many things around the holidays that are out of our control. And so it's a good, it's a time to practice that, mm -hmm. letting go of attachment, letting go uh, of not trying to force your own way. Yeah. And, and, you know, just accepting people as they are. Because, you know, you run into a lot of people during the holidays that you don't see all the time. And they have their own routines and their own lives. Mm -hmm. and, you, you know, you have to accept them as they are. It is. It's a good practice, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought June, I, you, were, you were just rubbing your ear. <laughs> okay. Um, so, one thing that you said was that you know, you're fortunate that there are people that are cooking for you and stuff. I often have that same feeling. Sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, how can I give back? Um, so, I think that it, this time of year usually makes me small ways help out people around me so it could be doing the dishes after someone is cooking or mm -hmm. taking out the garbage or some little thing that can make other people yeah that's really that's a, a wonderful I'm glad you said that because those become not little things but when you think of like after the meal that's that's the role I've taken oh, right. on is dishwasher in these <laughs> I actually enjoy it it's like meditating <laughs> And you have great. It's you have a good time with the other person who's helping you do that, right? So, uh, yeah, th those are and those are ways to connect with people, and that's just as important as uh, other other chores. So there are always ways we can help. That's great, because, you know, uh, thank you cards are almost non-existent with, yeah, they're, yeah, because that's pretty much, and it's not just for kids, right? But the, we thank each other on uh, text messages or, you know, online or, but we don't, but sending a thank you card, that's a, that's a big deal. And that's a wonderful way for them to think about that. Uh-huh. Did you say warriors or warriors? No. <laughs> I love it.
Uh huh. Yeah, and you've given yourself permission to have that day when you don't have to go there, like to. Yeah, but it's good if you have start with that one day where it's okay to not respond or not because we get caught up in it, right? It's easy to. It's easy for me. That's a good idea. Negativity fast. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get rid of some generations of people for that. <laughs> has some ideas. Diane? One thing I like to do around this time is I like to visit the elderly in my family because a lot of times our house found and yeah. you know they haven't been visited in a long time. So you know they I choose somebody to go visit and they haven't had visitors in a long time. Yeah. And they really appreciate a visit. That's a great. That's a really great idea. There are a lot of. There are a lot more people who are alone than we have any idea of, and and they don't. They're not always the people that you know are alone. They may be people that you see out and about, but there, there are a lot of people who a visit like that is a. Boy, that's a great gift. Uh huh. My grandpa just had. Emergency surgery, and he won't be home in time for Thanksgiving. So we're going to make him a plate and bring it to the hospital. Oh, that's great. Make sure the hospital knows what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You, I'm sure the food you bring him would be healthier than the hospital's food. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, cranberry sauce is one thing I can't. I have. I'm sneaking it this year because he doesn't do that. So. <laughs> I'm just going to have to bring it in and hide it. Yeah, and it's going to show up on the table <laughs> next to me. <laughs> it, it'll have to be from scratch if I bring it. I know he'd take it off the table. <laughs> Crystal Lake, and you know they 
they had been married for 60 years. And it was just an amazing conversation. And I only visited for, with them for about 20 minutes, but all, almost all of their family had died and they mm -hmm. survived in their like, in their, and one was in the late 80s and the gentleman was in the 90s. And, you know, all, almost all their kids had died previously to seasons and their grandkids had moved away. So it was, you know, they're still in the area, but they don't have anybody coming anymore because yeah. everybody's moved away. Yeah, that, and that's what happens. If we live a long life, we can have, you know, we can have everything go away. That's that's kind of the nature of things. So that contact is really meaningful for you. And that's what we realize is, is meaningful or more meaningful for us even. So it's not, it's not a one-way thing. We aren't giving. We're engaging in a reciprocal, uh, just a real dialogue, right? And so we're, we're getting as much as we're giving, if not, if not more. Um, I know we're going to have Buddha kids come up in a minute. Um, I have two things that I'd like to share. You know, most, most of you know I'm volunteering on the, uh, a care committee at the jail <clears throat> for the, uh, detained, detained immigrants. And the group is the Interfaith Community of Detained Immigrants. It's ICDI. And Amanda Garcia, is an, who's a member of our Sangha, is an attorney. Uh, at, now she's an attorney there. And she started a couple of years ago, and she brought a training for volunteers here to the temple. And uh, I think there were a few of us from the temple, and a lot of the other people who took the training were from the different churches in the area. Not all ministers, but just people with an interest. And so I still see all those volunteers, a lot from Bethany Lutheran and uh, the uh, rabbi, Marilee Gordon, who was the rabbi at the Jewish synagogue in Ridgefield. She's been doing it for years, so I see her all the time there. And uh, lots, of, lots of people that, that are also probably going to be at the uh, t tomorrow night, the interfaith Thanksgiving service is at the Unitarian Church this year. That's right in McHenry. And uh, I want to put a plug in for that because I haven't seen a lot of publicity for it. But that's a wonderful, wonderful service to go to. And the Unitarians are about as close to us as, you know, <laughs> we're really, we're really like twins. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, and, and I'm sure, knowing it's there, the music will be outstanding. And if you haven't been to there, they're the, they're, that's the group that own this building, and we bought the, the building from the Unitarians when they were gifted the, the property and the buildings um, in McHenry. And they're, it's just beautiful what they've done with it. But that's a community that overlaps with ours in so many wonderful ways. So, but there, you know, we did it for about three years. We had the Thanksgiving service here, and everybody loved it, but, and it was time to rotate again. So now, this year, the Unitarians have it. So please go to that. It's, it's, uh, 
it'll it'll be wonderful and it'll really get you in the right and bring anybody you want to bring it's a very ecumenical service but it will bring it'll just really bring the holiday season to you and give you give you some real inspiration but anyway that's a plug for that i hope i see a bunch of you there but um that's one thing uh-huh what time does it start it starts at 7 mhm and you know it's right on is it bull valley it's on bull valley and what would be walk up uh going south towards McHenry. so um yeah, it's seven. The program's usually about an hour, and then they have refreshments and food, and if you want to bring something to to share, uh, you can do that, but it's just open for everyone. And then any don- and donations that people give that night all go to the different food pantries in the area, which is another wonderful thing to support because there are a lot of people who use the food pantry and it really, people even who have some things, it really adds some kind of fleshes out their, their food budget. But as a volunteer, I'm, I'm, I've gotten really uh, invested in the, the work at the jail, and it's always uh, working with the detained immigrants. It's, it's, it's always just... Uh, you know, sometimes in between times I go, I think, oh, do I want to keep doing this? Because it's really profound work. It's really, it really hits at every level, physically and emotionally. But then I go and I think, what, what else would I want to be doing that would feel as worthwhile? But they sent out, they, they are, they all, I, I am going to be, I'll bring and have a, uh, I don't know if I can set up my own table. Bonte's kind of got the, the market uh, cornered here, but uh, this year they'll have holiday cards. They had the jails that have there are five jails in the region that we're we're in. McHenry County is one of the. There are two in Illinois who have detainees in McHenry County Jail. The jail here in Woodstock is one, is the largest, and then there there are three in Wisconsin. And in Wisconsin, they allow the inmates to buy colored pencils or crayons in the commissary. So they have a contest for a a design for a holiday card. And uh, I've I've just seen a couple of those. They haven't been, they haven't uh, brought them out to us yet, but I, I saw some almost inadvertently and they're pretty amazing artwork and then they've designed them to be the be the front of a card a card like this but uh it's it's not that this is a thanksgiving card i got but this isn't done by inmates i don't think anyway those those cards are pretty amazing so i i really want you to be able to see them if not buy them when i when i bring them in a week or two but uh, they, they sent all of the volunteers uh, um, a Thanksgiving card, and they, they have in it a Thanksgiving prayer for your table. And it came from, an interfaith, from the Interfaith Worker Justice Group. But this is a prayer that they suggest, and I just wanted to share it with you. Spirit of seed and harvest, we pause to give thanks 
for the table set before us and the food that graces it. In a moment, we will eat this food harvested from many parts of the nation and world. It will be transformed into the flesh and blood of our bodies. Keep us mindful of the many people who labor in field and factory to bring us this food. Help us remember that we are all connected and that what and that what hurts one of us affects all of us. From the bounty and nourishment of the meal, may we work to build community, abolish poverty, care for one another, and fight injustice for those who feed us through their labor. Amen. So think about that. Think about all the people who are not at the table wherever you are this coming weekend. Whenever, whatever kind of meal you eat, it does, may not, you may not call it Thanksgiving or whatever, but try to remember at the, at the meals you have, the people who aren't at the table and that are, that are trying to, trying to make it and, and, uh, say a prayer for them and especially the people who help, who help bring that food to us. So thank you for all of your thoughts, everybody.